0: Alright, what's going on guys? Welcome back to Car Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Tyler and Lou. Today we have a lot to get into. It was a little bit of a long weekend for Ty. We're going to talk about that. Hopefully a uh, big night for him and his Yankees tonight. We're going to talk about the NFL weekend that was including the 4-2 and two Jets. We're going to talk about that. The Disney Lorcana set has continued to rise in the, uh, in the past few weeks. We'll get into that. Baseball playoffs, lose Astros, moved on. Basketball is back, so we have a lot to get into. But first, we'll start with the usual. We'll start with what's on your mind. Ty, we'll let you go first. What's on your mind?
1: I was really hoping the Yanks game would get played last night, so we had a little bit more of that chatter in here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, I was really looking forward to it, but now we get a little four o'clocker. Whatever I can get Lou to, to, to get that that photo on, up on the wall um, would be nice. Are you going to be watching the game? Uh, I'll have the game on. Back, a little background game. You know, a little background game. Actually, no. Might It's 4, 437. I might be. I'm having the game on. Just starting off. I mean, we Penn State, I was confident. I was confident. I felt good. I had a great phone call with Lavar this past week. I mean, the vibes were like as high as it got for me. Going into that game, last time we played in Michigan, we won. If you look back at the last like six years of uh, of Penn State Michigan games, it seems like someone one of the two teams scores forty points every game. So I was like a little bit nervous about that going in. I'm like, it's going to be a blowout one way or the other. We're so young, but we got a tenth year quarterback um, who classically didn't finish the game,
0: <laughs>
1: and I just knew. I mean, I don't think we were forty-five seconds in, and I knew the game was absolutely over. Just done, though. Done. First play, I mean, they—it's a kickoff. One play in, they're on like our forty-two. It was like fourteen-yard <laughs> pass and a, a, or whatever per, personal foul because Joey Porter's son smashes. Oh yeah,
0: slammed him down. Cause he's yeah. juiced,
1: because he's juiced, right? Like he's jacked up. First play coming off a bye. We're now three and seven like, get off the bye with James Franklin. Um, yeah, it makes me feel really good about potential, you know, like week before championship games going forward. Um, but we our, our defense showed a little something. Ben don't break early, Give him to two field goals. Then they go up 13 nothing. We show a little gusto, respond with a drive.
2: Let's be fair. This is, this game was a blowout.
1: Then get a <laughs> It was a blowout. Yeah,
0: I mean you're trying to like stretch us on like we didn't all see what it happened. It was a blowout.
1: It was the it was it was, blood the, it was the most lopsided down to at half performance I've ever seen in my life. I mean we were, da- we were down two James and James we were down to at half. We were down to at half. and It was classic James Franklin. It was classic James Franklin. But 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 that being said, most of our players are, like, freshmen and sophomore.
2: Yeah, you're a young team. We stink,
1: yeah. Now, Sean Clifford's hurt, and it's the classic, like, you don't know. The guy might have an ACL tear or, like, might have, like, a little tweak, and they treat it the same, meaning the media, they don't talk. They don't tell anyone who's injured. They don't tell you what's going on. Yeah, that's I your don't organization. Know, it this, is a, this is what they do. And I got to say, I don't know, Fox, like, can Fox get a grip? That game's at 12. Penn State, Ohio State's at 12. We're playing Minnesota at 730. I'm just, it doesn't make sense. I feel like Fox with this whole big noon thing is just pissing me off. That happened
0: with Fox ESPN with like the Joe Buck thing when they traded, like they got Joe Buck and they traded the rights to that, that weekend. So Fox took the game and ESPN gave it up. So they gave, so Minnesota ended up becoming the night game for Penn State. So uh, Fox Got the Ohio State Penn State game, and their best time slot is noon, right? So they took the noon game. So it worked out well for us. So shout out to Joe Buck. I mean, yeah, it worked out well Buck, for y'all because you don't have I to mean, play a, to a night game
1: yeah. at Penn State. Like, what, like, great. We
0: are buried. Do you think it'll, do you think it would make a difference?
1: What do you think, Ryan?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think so. The the, the, the I want to go to a whiteout game so bad. Like it looks crazy. Two years, we'll go in two
1: years, hopefully. Drew Aller will be yeah. third year starter, top five pick, get drafted by the Jets in the the second round. Family, maybe never make a play. Um, James, no, he can recruit, bro. The recruiting classes—you heard Levar. The recruiting classes are coming together. We got real talent. Sean Clifford's yeah, been there seven years. In, years.
0: My guy. Come on. Six or seven years in, how long does it take you to get recruiting classes? Not okay, everyone could be in a could,
1: program where you just print five yeah. stars, right? Like, we it's could be like... Michigan State and have hired yeah, our, our coach and paid him $100 million well, over 10 years and be laying 35 points to your cross state rival. Um, so we're not that. But yeah, Penn State's in a world of pain until we blow the brakes off Minnesota on Saturday night. And then we're six and one, and we have a home game against Ohio State. And we're jacked up for the opportunity to shock the world and be a top five team. Jay, clip team. this. You're Jay, not going to be a top clip. five team.
2: Jay, please clip that. Oh, he's frozen. Look at him. Oh, he's back.
0: All right, Lou, what's, a, what's on your mind? Shout out to Ty. Mm-hmm.
2: I think the thing i most – do we have an idea of when, like, rookie year, like, this year's prison football is coming out? Because is Brees Hall, like, the number one guy to get in, in prison football?
0: It's got to be near the top of the list. You know who else is near the top of the list right now?
2: Chris Olave? B- uh, Zabby. Zabby. <laughs> that Back-to-back years of people overspending on Patriots quarterbacks. Go for it.
0: <laughs> I mean. Go for it. Oh, wow. My dude just. We'll announce it here in a second, too, but we gave this one away for free.
1: Oh, baby. <laughs> we
0: gave that away for free. <laughs> yeah, somebody's taking this one for free. We'll announce that here in a second. That's
1: a Jason. good card yeah so that was what well, explain that a little bit for a second right we did the giveaway how to go down yeah so
0: jay is uh jay is not live with us but he's behind the scenes right now doing some uh in- random instagram comment pickers and dropping them in chat so we can just do this real quick and then we'll get back to lose what's on your mind uh so we did a giveaway on instagram all you had to do was follow us on instagram and then tag a couple friends in the comments you're automatically entered. So we've got some winners. We're going to give these away. So it looks like we're starting with a James Cook, right? James Cook Elite Auto Pen Pals. That's going to Jack. Kohler. C-U-Y-L-E-R. Now, Car Talk will reach out and get your addresses so we can ship these out. We got a nice one here. Future quarterback of the Tennessee Titans. Ties Guy. That's uh Malik Willis, rookie auto. That's going to Mark Quad.
1: Alex. I mean fourth place in the uh, AFC got... Tennessee Titans.
0: <laughs> Big. Big one here, Billy Zappy. Maker Jack cards is the winner on that. Very nice for free. Then you've got a Jalen Hurts patch going to Drew Carter's cards. Then you've got a Sky Moore auto out of 79. to Mahomes is looking for That's in a cool card. Game closing INT. That's going to SHAP cards. And you've got an AJ Green auto going to Sean Haywood 15. You've got a Mike Gasecki auto going to Fi Cards. Day. And then T Neal underscore three, taking home the Garrett Wilson rookie out of 75. That thing's hot. So eight cards, eight winners. I'll get those shipped out this week. Card talker, reach out and get the addresses, but blue back to you.
2: Yeah. I'm just thinking about, I know we're going to talk about the Jets and pages a little bit, but Brees Hall has been like an actual beast. Like it's, pretty crazy he's really talented he's busting all these long touchdown runs he had a touchdown run last week or this past sunday that was supposed to be like a double reverse he was just like nope i'm gonna go to the house with it and that's what he did so is there any idea when Prism football is coming out or is it like no clue
0: i have no idea at the moment I, it hasn't been announced in any mentioned forum. yeah yeah so i mean we just haven't got just for clarification prism draft picks isn't out yet really yeah it's not supposed to come out till november yikes so if that gives you any indication, that's a normally a May product.
2: So we're gonna go back to like April or May again, right, for regular Prism?
0: Yeah, it'll it'll be. A, I would assume it would be a while. It's normally an October release, October November. It's I don't anticipate that gonna happening. Miss out I, out. I hope so.
2: Get him on all the Brady's happy, Bailey's happy madness.
0: Yeah, uh, again, I'm not a Jets guy. You guys know that. I've been very open about that. Sauce Gardner's the real deal. The
1: real deal. The, the real. The deals. real deal,
0: man. Sauce,
1: the real deal.
0: Breeze, the the real deal. Garrett Wilson,
2: pretty sure he's the real deal also.
1: That's a good draft class. class. Jermaine Johnson, also pretty
2: much probably the real deal. Like Getting kind of sneaky over here. so That's pretty good.
1: And Sauce is cool. You see the cheese head? Great Great vibes. Sauce is one of those guys. Michael Clemens is like... I feel like you could dress up as Michael Clemens for Halloween and just scare everybody.
2: <laughs> i don't want to make this a jets podcast that's every Wednesday, just enough to suffer
1: <laughs> what's on your mind right
0: college football it's just it's all i care about ohio state top three what's iowa's defense third in the country fourth in the country their offense is like dead last but game at home this week won't be there gonna be in austin for a little f1 action mm. excited to get back to a little grand prix here in the u.s excited for that yeah just Ohio State football, F one. That's that's what I care about. NFL has been fun. I I've really enjoyed this season. A lot of the games are interesting. I mean, the Giants are five and one. It's a weird year. That's ins- that's crazy. Yeah. Right. You get the Ravens at three and three. Like. Kyler, I'm not, I mean, Kyler's struggling. I mean, he's like two in a hundred off of double XP weekends. (sighs) Russell Wilson has got one of the weirdest personas ever. Like it's weird watching some of his videos he posts on Twitter after games. It's, It's wild.
1: The Giants next five weeks look like this. Jaguars, Seahawks by Texans, Lions. Maybe
0: a few wins in there. I mean, the Jets don't exactly have a hard seven schedule Seven
2: three up
1: would be a bad stretch.
2: Yeah. Well, someone said yesterday, if the Giants don't make the playoffs at this point, it's pretty much a pretty. It's an epic collapse if they don't make the playoffs. So, I'll have the old set up the fail. Daniel Jones, playoff quarterback. Let's get it.
0: Speaking of a uh, epic collapse, oh baby, uh, the e- the Eagles are undefeated once again. So shout out to me on that all time take. Just hey, Jalen Hurts is not the guy, and he's six and zero, oh, and the Eagles are top three team in the NFL. He's just top three quarterback. I mean, you just absolutely hate to see that. <laughs> you know who is good is Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. They give good football. They they make good football games. Lou's never going to admit Josh Allen's good when he beats Josh, my defense.
1: Uh, that's lost, a great, I'll talk. great, product, great product. Yeah, it's and a great product. time fantasy quarterback. Oh yeah, right. You have some big-time Josh Allen cards. Mm-hmm. Because no, of, nope. because of the Patriots' disdain. What what blinded you to Josh Allen?
0: Josh Allen's... I, I've talked about it very openly before. It's just... The, the, if he's bad, the loss is substantial. If he's good, I just don't know what the upside is. I, but do you have any, I, like, Herbert? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Interesting. You just stay away entirely.
0: Yeah, it just... If if Josh Allen is good, I would rather just flip it in the short term and just flip it and then buy one 15 years from now if Josh Allen wins eight Super Bowls. right? Like, you can buy Brady's best contenders, Ricky auto for... Fifteen to twenty-five grand, right? Josh Allen has NT autos that sell for more than
2: that. Yeah, you're right.
0: Brady's won what seven Super Bowls? Yeah. Like the difference, like it's just not worth the risk in my eyes. Josh Allen could be the best quarterback ever. Mahomes is really good. He's already got a Super Bowl. There's no denying that. But the upside to me, like, is Mahomes NT auto a million dollars in the future? Maybe, but it could also be ten grand. Like, I just, I'm not saying it will be. I don't expect it to. I expect it to be a really big card. I'm just not willing to take the risk on that. I just, the my risk, again, we talked about it with you when we talked about the Disney L'Orcana set. And you said, you made the quote about like 99% of high-end assets, like a, a lot of your money's in yeah, uh, high-risk yeah. assets, right? Like I would just, I would rather have 52 tops, manals, and 86 Jordan Fleers and Brady contenders than Josh Allen, Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes. Not to each his own, right? Everybody's different. Everybody's risk tolerance is different. I would just prefer if I'm going to tie up money I would prefer it to be that. Again, everybody's different. Mahomes may be the best thing ever since Tom Brady and they're big cards, but it's just it's not what I want to dip a ton of my money into. Yeah,
2: it's it's a tough balance to strike where I think the reason you buy those cards is for the upside, right? And like what you can get out yeah, of them sure. in, in you know a 3 to 5 year window, but there's massive yep, downside. Exactly. So you pro- you the way you do it is probably the safest. There's also another way to do it where you can kind of allocate 50-50 to some more high risk stuff with the Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes, and then also lean into your yep. Tom Brady's and your Peyton Manning's and whatever. Yeah,
0: and I and I and you're a thousand percent right. Like Patrick Mahomes already has a Super Bowl, already has MVP, a Super Bowl MVP. They're good. He's really good. There's no denying that. So could Patrick Mahomes be this generation's Tom Brady? Yeah, sure. Like there, I, I understand that there's risk in not. He's finished it. by the way. He could he could be amazing. No, oh, he's not Brady. Crazy. They just beat the. Oh, Brady. Brady's different than yeah. Brady's Sorry, I got distracted. Uh, yeah, but, like, Mel Holmes could be good. It's just, ah, everybody's different. Yeah. I would just prefer to buy more proven guys and save those instead.
1: Can we do two seconds on Lou and I making a trek to Lambo?
0: Yeah. I mean, how was it?
1: It was epic. I mean, to me, it was by far and away. Let's start way. from the beginning.
2: What about the, time, what about the hours in the in the airport watching the 16-inning 16 innings of uh, Astros baseball together. You're that right. was fun. You're right. That day, the track. Astros played an 18-inning game, right? So we were in the airport. Di- I was dying watching the Astros game, waiting for our flight. Getting and then we got on the plane. the Port
1: Authority police.
2: Yeah, the, the guy from the Port Authority police. Shout out to him if he's somehow listening to this. He was in my <laughs> ear the whole time. And then we get on the
1: plane. Why was he in your ear? He was
2: in the Yankees fan,
1: New Yorker. He doing was posted at his station yeah. watching the game. Talking yeah. shit. It was. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's awesome. And then we get on the plane and then the TVs weren't working when we first got on. So I'm trying to figure it out. I'm watching. It's the bottom of the 17th and I'm trying to figure it out. I'm freaking out. We
1: switch seats. The second yeah. we switch seats. <laughs>
2: we're watching the game. They played nine innings of baseball with no score. They played another nine innings of baseball with no score. It's the top of the 18th or eight innings with no score. Top of the 18th. We're sitting there. We had two seats here, and then our friend was sitting in front of us, two two seats in front of us. We switched with the two people in front of us. In the 30 seconds of me turning off the TV of, and switching two rows up, Jeremy Pena had a home run. I missed the home run. So now I'm sitting there like, what is going on? <laughs> and we get to the bottom of the 18th, and I'm just freaking out in the 18th inning. It was
1: awesome. I fell asleep And in then the Yankees seconds. lost right after that, which was great, too. Then we get to the hotel at 1 a.m. They have housekeeping issues. Oh. We have like 45 minutes to get into our room. 6 a.m. We're, oh we're in the gosh. Sprinter van for three hours north of Green Bay. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. I'm still reeling a... off of a Penn State debacle. And we end up pulling up and... It was definitely the most as a college guy. It felt like tailgating for a college game. We pull up to this house. All of a sudden, I'm in a basement tailgating. Two minutes outside of Lambo, I can like see Lambo from the basement window over the washer dryer. Um, Literally, they they have tailgate houses there. We're having some Trulies, Um, and then we head into the game. And it was a long first half, but. The fans were amazing. The stadium vibes are so sweet. Old school, just a little done up. Reminds me of a little Wrigley Field vibe, right? Where it's like the whole thing was was sweet. And then and then the defense just made plays. And Aaron Rodgers was hurt, dumb, on his way out. The general vibe that I got is that the Packers fans are over okay. Aaron. In the most spoiled way possible. Seems like they're ready to move on from the guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jordan Dove? They wanted Dove. Jordan and dove then Dove in came the in and Lou and I did a Jordan Dove's coming in. That's yeah, the we dove were point. doing the Dove. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got, that's the best shot we've ever got what, uh, on a Whatnot. I <laughs>
0: yeah. Sorry, I'm getting emails. My phone's blown about Whatnot emails.
2: Um, yeah, that um, was that was a great hilarious. moment. Me and Tyler looked at each other and it was like,
0: the the it dove, was so funny.
2: Dove's
1: dude. <laughs> So, and then you walk away with a w and it was, it was it was the vibes were super high, and then we had a the three hour ride home post game back to chicago was uh was was great it was amazing It, it was truck. good I vibes. yesterday morning, and only to this moment do I now feel like a human, yeah, I'm still
0: tired. <laughs> Jay put in chat that apparently you guys needed one touchdown tie from uh, Justin Herbert last night to win in fantasy and couldn't get it and lost by a point.
2: Yeah, that's tough. Listen, I... You know who, didn't, you know who didn't
0: lose by a point? Who lost by a lot of points.
2: Yeah, you stink at fantasy, Ryan. It's not your thing. Uh, it's not your thing. I, I
0: mean, well, that's because your quarterback's worthless. He's worth zero dollars. Who's my quarterback? Zach Wilson is terrible. Your
2: quarterback right. was Zach Wilson in fantasy this week? You're that's starting you, Zach
1: Wilson in fantasy? Derek Derek Carr was on a
0: buy, so I picked up Brissette and Zach Wilson because there's no other options. Brissette's playing New England. I'm like, no, Zach Wilson, man. Like, let's let's do it, right? On you the road in dog. Green
1: Bay, it's a great pick. Like great, a, he's like great a,
0: a puppy, man. He ain't worth he ain't worth much.
1: Listen, man, it's, it's a this weird show, decision. I am selling one person, Justin Herbert. That's a good point. You did say that.
0: Yeah, well, I should be selling Zach Wilson because he. Stinks. I don't think he thinks, but that's fine.
1: He's uh, only 3-2 and two, uh, after returning from an MCL injury uh, about oh, eight damn. months into so, his professional career. But you're right.
0: He, he only
2: just walked into the Lambeau field and beat the shit out of the Packers. No big deal. Out yeah, of his Zach idol. Out of his absolutely mentor. Dominated.
0: Absolutely dominated. Yeah, did what absolutely he dominated. To do. Let's pull up Zach Wilson's stats from the week, Jay. What, uh, what, what are Zach Wilson's Listen, uh, stats? Did he win Finally, the game?
1: He did what he needed to do. Aaron Rodgers he sat on the bench for his first, the first, yeah, first three years.
0: 110 pass yeah. yards. Wow. Managed the game and won the game. Wow. Uh, five rush attempts for one yard. Yeah, thank you, Tom. Zero touchdowns. You, Tom. 110 yards and zero touchdowns. Sounds like a great quarterback.
2: Good for me. Did we win? What was the final score? Can you pull up the final score? Dink.
0: He yeah, got Gardner. Can you pull the you final got score. You, you got dogs. Can you pull up the final score? Jets would be a Super Bowl contender with Aaron Rodgers, not Zach Wilson. No.
1: no. Come on. You, no. you know Roger's pack on. has packed in in first career. Yeah, pack them up. Uh, Ryan, I think it's time to move N- on to Lorcana. Did we do, N- did we touch on Lorcana?
0: Oh no, I didn't. Jay, Jay, J- J- you guys weren't here and Jay was talking, come in and said that there's a set that's for like $11,000. And I about fell out of my chair.
2: <laughs> it's getting kind of crazy. I honestly don't know what's going on because I feel like
1: what's going on is it's a crazy collectible. Like, and did you know they're signed ones
2: by the creators of the cards that exist? I saw that this morning. They have signed versions that were, like, the creators and the designers were signing at D23 that I didn't know existed. Because PSA announced that they were grading them, and I looked in the replies, and people were like, are you guys accepting the ones that are signed by the designers, da 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 da, da. So now I need those.
1: Yep. 16 hours ago, PSA announced that they are now grading 2022 Disney Lorcana cards. By
2: the way, them announcing that is a sign that there's a lot of energy towards them needing that because they ex- start to accept things for grading all the time. They would not do a public tweet like that unless there was real demand.
1: You know what's the best part about lore Comic Cards when I think about it, other than the fact that I didn't make a play again, mm-hmm. is that I actually think it's going to be a really fun game.
2: I think it has and a have to a be-
1: lot of people like playing it. The IP, it's been around for so long and they're seemingly moving very correct and proper on the rollout combined with what I believe is going to be a massive resurgence in hobby, in community, people getting together and doing things like I think board game sales will go up. I think decks of cards will go up. With the recession, either here or looming, and these things mattering post-COVID, people getting back to hanging out with each other, I think it could be like a really big breakout product for something that has nothing to do with buying, flipping, investing, collecting, but like usage, which in reality was a massive and still remains a massive part of why Pokemon matters. because. They make good products that people want to actually play.
2: Yeah, feels pretty safe to bet on Disney as a company that can build a fun game. So I agree. Like, Lorcana has an opportunity to blow out into a million different areas. Like, they can make video games off of this, they can make blah, blah, blah. Like, there's a lot of energy. Um, PSA has been grading, Jay says PSA has been grading Lorcana for a month. Why that announcement now? Again, it's a good question. I think it's a question of demand and how much energy there is towards it. But, um, yeah, definitely something to watch for. I saw a, a raw Mickey Mouse sold for $850. Like, I don't even know what to say about that. That feels really high to me, but I don't know. Who am I to say? I
1: don't know. Jay said they there's p- only
0: 900 total sets.
1: 6K but plus Mickey 6K were Mi-
0: Mixies, Yeah, Mickey's reproduced Yeah, how many
2: Chargers
1: reproduced in 1999? Jay, where are you pulling this data from just for my own
2: That's a good question, Jay. Yeah, this is not from the Jason. Oh, wait, wait, Jay. Let's talk oh, about your sure. shirt. It's a great shirt.
3: Yeah, I just, I mean, I'm a bitter Mets fan, so I hate the Yankees. <laughs> I hate the Phillies. I, I really hate the Padres for knocking out the Mets. And Houston Astros just happened to be my boy, Lou, who always gets my back. It happened to be his favorite team. And then it's pretty crazy, five minutes away from my beautiful apartment in Florida. So. Yeah, it's great.
2: It's a great facility, too. Yeah. High quality, yeah. top, of, top of the league facility.
1: Yes, but
3: uh, Nothing says Mets
1: fan like winning 105 games. Losing in a blink and then putting on a Houston Astros shirt. Nothing
2: says Yankee fan like celebrating at the All Star Break. They're going to win 120 games, winning 99, and being on the brink of elimination against the fucking Cleveland Guardians. I was,
3: I was brought in here
0: and
2: so, Still and, in
1: the
0: mix, Lou. Lou. Throw, in, Lou, throw in the and celebrating the sixth most yeah, home runs yeah, ever,
2: sixth most history. home runs in the season, <laughs> AL leader, clean home run leader. We had that fight the other night at dinner. I was going to scream at my dad. Anyway, sorry Jay. It's so all good.
3: Uh Lorcana numbers I, so I I've, I've been heavily in the mix in the Lorcana uh Facebook scene and everything cuz I unlike you guys transacted the on Facebook on, scene on Lose knowledge and bought a Lorcana set. So I have a Lorcana set, but I I was uh there's a Facebook group and they've been talking about the numbers so they uh, they released 300 um of those sets per day. There was a crazy line for them. So like 300 sets times 3 days was 900 of those sets that they released but the mickey mouse good math. the mickey mouse um was not a part of the set it's not a hollow it's it's just like a base card and they gave out about you know according to people that spoke with disney uh executives and stuff that were at uh, d23 they printed approximately 6000 of those and handed them out to a lot of the people throughout the course of the show so the mickey is much less rare but is super obviously collectible it's mickey mouse
2: 100% collectible and what you just said about the, the executive thing. So that's not like actual data. It's like secondhand data, but it's still more data than we have before. Yeah, so I'll take
3: that's, that. that's the talking behind the scenes. It's not. not Got it. Hasn't been uh, confirmed, but that's what the general.
1: Yeah. We'll start to it's see math. the population. It's numbers the big soon. thing in the hobby now.
3: Math.
2: Yeah. It's good math and bad math because apparently there's bad math when you don't want it to be good. All math. the rage. I'm out. Math.
0: Thank you, Jay. Shout out to Jason, Houston Astros fan, J- Jason, for uh, coming on the show.
1: Great facility, too. Giving us, Jay, giving this us is what I don't understand. On. You willingly put on that T-shirt, and when the Mets ever are in a big game that matters, you now have a screenshot of you wearing a Houston Astros T-shirt as you claim to be a massive <laughs> Mets fan. I just don't
3: get that logic. That's fine. Okay, here, here's how it is. Being a Mets, Jets, and Knicks fan – you have to develop secondary teams when your team gets knocked out to and Yeah, Ryan knows about that. He has 12 in the teams. Playoff. I don't get, I don't get I to. Are so you? Like, I'm, pulling, I'm pulling a Ryan Johnson. I'm, I'm putting on my secondary teams shirt. I'm, I need something. My guy Lou had moves? an
0: entire decade of Michigan beating, getting their teeth kicked in. His sister went to Georgia, and he's like, "You know what? I'm tired of this. I'm just gonna hop over." Liked Leeds for a minute, or whoever the hell the team was, and he's like, "You know what? Six months in, this is an America's team." Well, I'm they have Leeds switch.
2: hasn't won a match since I became a fan, and I'm still here. So, I'm please going to tell Leeds me match. more about I'm switching teams. Match. You're
1: going to a going Leeds, Leeds match? To Leeds. Arsenal I might have Leeds. to come now. Uh, sorry, I lied. It's Arsenal Nottingham Forest. Uh, I'm going to Fulham. Nottingham Fulham, Forest. Fulham Everton. Yeah, they are kind of cool. It's a great, great name, great logo.
0: We got to, uh, we got to move on. We got to move on. It's t- Time for some MBA. MBA is back. We've got to do predictions.
1: Before we get into it, since I've been in this show, I bought a Josh Giddy card on Twitter from Slab to Base, a Don Russ Hollow Orange Laser. Ooh. That I got tagged in, uh, SGC10. A lot of times, I, I'm very, I need to be better at, I move quick, and I got tagged. Someone was trying to move fast, selling it for 65 bucks, and I just bought it. So, I'm on the buying train in the NBA. Keep going, right.
0: All right, so we are... Uh... With the season starting, we got to do the predictions. So what are we going to do here? Rookie of the year, finals matchup, and finals picks, and then MVP. Sounds good? Sounds good. All right, Ty, Lu, who wants to go first?
2: I'll go first. Rookie of the year, I'm going to go with... I'll go Chalk. I'll go Paolo. I just like him the best out of all these guys. I think he has the best opportunity to like actually be a really good pro. I don't know a ton about all these rookies either, so I'm going to go with Paolo just based on safety. Um, MVP we're doing? MVP. I'm going to go KD for MVP as a little bit of a switch it around, change the energy pick. Maybe the Nets are making a little run in the playoffs, and that will also inform my finals matchup pick, which will be Nets versus Clippers.
0: That would be awful.
2: That would be awful, but that's how my brain works. (laughs) And I'm going to go with... Listen, Jay, we were just on the same side. I'm trying to be local to my guys. I'm not going to be a Knicks fan because they stink. So I'm going to go with the Nets. And I'll do Clippers as the champions, just the return of Kawhi, who I actually
0: hate. Interesting. I like it. Ty? All right, I got Paolo. Paolo.
2: Paolo's is like the safe pick, right? He's definitely like the chalk guy.
0: Yeah, he's like by far the favorite, especially. Yeah, Chet out for the year, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, got that foot injury playing in that league against LeBron. Oh yeah.
1: I got MVP, Luca, and I got a, I got a Nets. Warriors chip with the Warriors winning. I just got crushed for picking the Nets. Ty I've been on uh, the Nets stream.
0: Okay, good. Ty and I are going to be very, very similar in picks. Uh, My Rookie of the Year... Shout out to my guy, Loopbox, uh, down in Atlanta. I was down there last week for a few days. Told me about a guy, did a little bit of research on him. So I'm going to go with this guy. I think he's like fifth right now in Rookie of the Year voting. Benedict Mathurin was Pac-12 Player of the Year. I don't even know who this is. consensus consensus second team all-american he played college basketball at arizona he plays for the indiana pacers so that is uh that is my pick their mvp
2: uh, who is this person it, that's
0: awesome yeah benedict Mathurin. uh that's that's my rookie of the year pick uh mvp luca luca's gonna get it done this year for sure um yeah L- luca is my lock for for mvp okay. Um, Jay picked Bucks Warriors. That's the one I would have gone with. Um, but I'm going to go, I'm going to go Celtics. I think with everything going on there, the Celtics are going to rally together. I'm going to go Celtics, Warriors, but I think the Warriors, I, I'm just not betting against Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond, Poole, uh, James Wiseman, healthy, Kaminga, Moody. Uh, I'm taking uh, Wiggins, um, I, I'm taking the Warriors. There's just, there's too much talent in uh in Golden State. I'm taking the Warriors to go go and win it all this year against the Celtics. Benedict Mathurin for rookie of the year and Luca for MVP. Jay says Bucks Warriors, Warriors chip. Uh, Jaden Ivey is rookie of the year. Ivy's a good
2: pick. Um, People love
1: that guy.
0: Ivy's a good pick. Ty, any any indication on who may win comeback player
1: of the year? Uh yeah, Michael Porter Jr. Lock and Lock load. and load. Lock and Understood. load.
0: That's all I needed.
1: Just wanted to the thing He's
2: is, plus though, plus three thousand to win rookie comeback know. player of the year. By the way, who's the favorite? I mean, the is favorite is Anthony Edwards at plus eight fifty. Edwards improves.
0: Oh, come we did a comeback. Is there player. a, a know, comeback player of the year
2: award? Does that exist? Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. hang on. Who is it? Jamal Murray. It's,
2: it's That's what I was Jamal gonna say.
1: Murray. That's the only. I don't reason see that a PGA comeback player of the year be. award. Odds that doesn't exist. Odds. Maybe there's maybe there's no odds. <laughs> Anyways. We'll see. It's not an award anymore, guys. I'm in the building tomorrow night. I'm in the building. Clay won it last year, you said. Jay says it definitely is. Comeback player of the year feels like an award. Keep talking. I'll Yay. see if I can find it. But maybe it's not anymore. But I will be in the Knicks building tomorrow night, Madison Square Garden. If you recall, you last year, the Knicks won against the Celtics. And I believe triple overtime might have been double, but I think it was triple. And then side talk did that yes. big video afterwards and New York went crazy. And then the Rangers decided to be the tank team. So we're fully back hockey. Did you guys see real quick? We don't talk about
0: hockey enough. McDavid football. first game, hat trick and an assist. Four points. First game. Yeah, he's unreal. I mean, I mean, my goodness, he's the real deal. We talk, we don't talk about hockey enough. We talk about, we give McDavid a lot of love, but I think he had like a hat trick and a assist his first
1: game back. I'm like, stud. I'm so pumped. Mark Messier is doing this huge marketing campaign with ESPN mm-hmm. for hockey. And it's just vibes on 10. What's up with Panarin? I saw Panera's been playing really well. Is he Apparently really? In the points, nothing crazy. Wow. I saw the, saw
0: yeah. the jacket started 0 two. Absolutely. hate to see that.
1: Unfortunate. Hmm.
0: Yeah, first first yeah, game Rangers, back against uh, Rangers, uh, against Vancouver, three goals, one assist, four points. Next game, one goal, one point. Tough.
1: You just picked up some McDavid I saw. Me? It was like a social signature? No, or... nothing new.
0: I haven't posted yeah,
1: one. Something uh, on IG. Maybe it was like for whatnot. Maybe.
0: I did pick up one. It was a while ago. It was in the off offseason. I feel really good about it. I got a good deal on it, I think. I think the McDavid PMG auto green out of 10. That's the last McDavid card I bought, but that was four or five months ago. Some light. Yeah. Solid, solid pickup for sure. So, all right, let's, uh, let's get into play of the week. Jay has made a few comments about play of the week this week. Um, so we'll, uh, we'll see what it looks like. All right. We'll start off right on cue here with some hockey. This is from our Cameron 23 on IG. Cam says play of the week. In March of 2021, wow, going back a ways, uh, I picked up a pair of matching Black Diamond, Crosby, and Lemieux Autos, both out of 25. What? I paid $400 in total for the pair? Oh my goodness. Uh, a couple of weeks later, I got a Crosby Quad Diamond from the same set for $450 on eBay. I loved the collection from the set that I had built since I collect the pens, but I listed them all together on eBay with a Crosby jersey from the same set for $2,500. This was high price. But I had no real intention of selling. It's sat on eBay for a long time. But last week, someone made me an offer I couldn't refuse. I sold them for $17.50. This was the number I couldn't refuse. Plus, my collection goals have changed since I originally purchased them. Ended up profiting about $600 after fees and shipping. I immediately used the money I got from these cards to upgrade the pens PC by picking up a Crosby Prism Auto at a 5 I even had enough money left over from the sale to pay for my flight to my first ever Dallas. Nice. Thanks again.
2: That's good. That's pretty cool. That's
0: great. Love that. Love that for sure. That's
2: a good sign of like where the hockey market is. Even like March of 2021 till now has not exactly been like red hot for cards. So in terms of like growth and dollar values going up week over week. So just a good sign for the hockey market. Love to see that. And I love using your money that you made to go to the Dallas show. Like that's. Keep it in the hobby. That's hobby love stuff. I love that.
0: Yeah, very cool. Love the play. Love the early Prism Crosby auto a 5 Doesn't get.
2: Cam's a player himself, it seem... seems. Unless that is a penguin that he's got a picture of.
1: He's just a hockey guy. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. out and out hockey guy. Love it. Sweaty, you know, just loves <laughs> the smell of a locker room.
0: <laughs> uh, yikes. Next. Wow, okay. All right, next play. <laughs>
1: If you know hockey, you know that equipment bag smell.
0: Legit Sports Cards. Jared says, soccer play of the week. I purchased this purple sapphire out of 25 Gavi raw and whatnot at the end of August for a little over a thousand. Finally got around to submitting it a few weeks ago and it came back at 10. I sold it on Friday for thirty five hundred dollars. On top of that, I ripped a few boxes of sapphire on whatnot for a buyer, and literally hit another purple of Gavi the same wow. day the PSA ten arrived. Madness! Thanks for the content, boys. Wow, that is wild.
2: That's lucky. That's funny.
0: Ty, I don't know much about Gavi, and I'm—I sure, I would assume Lou doesn't either. Not what's uh, what's locked the in. word there?
1: So on proper football, which is one thirty-seven PM's hub for all things uh, the beautiful game, the proper football game. We posted this. Won the Copa Trophy
2: over Jamal Musiala, Jude Bellingham, and Eduardo Camavinga. Do you guys agree with this? Yes or no?
1: So Gavi yesterday won the Copa Trophy, which I believe is best young player in the story. Wow! And he won it over two guys. One which is going to be wrecking havoc at the World Cup, Jude Bellingham, and another Jamal Musiala a German player, is also going to be rocking and rolling at the World Cup. So, Gavi. Love it.
0: 1,000 to 3,500. Solid day's work.
2: Yeah, I don't know anything about it. soccer, so but it a, seems good to me.
0: Yep. Make a little 2K. Can't, can't, uh, can't go wrong there. All right.
1: Best player under the age of 21. Real quick off the back of that, because yesterday was the big award, the, the, um, the Ball and Door. The, this French media company has pretty much the biggest like award ceremony every year. Karim Benzema won the Ballon d'Or, which is the Player of the Year, which is pretty much like the Heisman or I don't know MVP. the MVP, the MVP. Yeah, but the thing is, they, they all play in all different leagues, right? So it's like literally like the the guy. Cool. Pedri won it last year, and Mbappe won it in 2018.
0: All right, next. All right, this is from Clutch Cards. Hey, guys, big fan of the show as I've been watching since it started. Anyway, I picked up this 2014 National Treasures co- Ty Cobb Bat Relic at a 25 in December of 2020 via eBay auction. I don't typically collect MLB, but I knew this was undervalued at 140 so I snatched it. I recently listed on eBay on eBay, and after going back and forth, accepted a 350 offer. However, right after accepting, I got a message on Instagram informing that this was not a normal Ty Cobb bat relic, but a barrel bat relic, which makes it something else entirely. And I said I, and said, and said I was getting ripped off. I quickly refunded the guy and apologized and posted it on my Instagram. I had multiple offers in the $450 to $500 range after going back and forth on the value of the card. Instagram Wax Ripper and I came to an agreement where I would sell him the Ty Cobb bat barrel at a twenty five in exchange for six fifty PayPal and these Trey Young and Steph Curry PSA tens. No, can't do that. Nah, you can't do that. That's that. No, Mm -mm. no, (laughs) no, you can't. You, your lack, uh, clutch cards. Love you, man. I appreciate you. You've been listening for since day one. Your love you to death for sure. But your lack of research on the that's card, on you. Like, it's a learning lesson. It's not a hey, let's bap the guy that uh, you know bought it and you agreed to sell it for, and then hey, found out later like eh, I'm gonna change. Everybody's different, right? To each their own. This to me, this is a sell and learn. This isn't a, a cancel. And yeah, again, everybody's different. I to me, I'm I'm selling it.
2: Yeah, I think you got to eat it. That's tough. It's a tough one,
1: yeah, for sure. It's uh, I don't know, Ty. It's listen, <laughs> Liz. Like I agree with you, boys. I just, yeah. Look, I think it's a it's it's a learning lesson for sure. The things that come to my mind are when I cried in GameStop when I wanted to uh, exchange all my old video games, they wanted to give me like seven bucks. <laughs> I also think that in business, like sometimes you get to a path right up to the edge until you have to do something that potentially upsets people. What I what I don't love about this is not understanding the conversation that happened between Clutch and the original locked-in buyer. Correct. buyer. Yep. And then immediately turning it around and marketing it to sell it at a higher markup. And so what I mean by that is, how about trying yep. to understand the value and then meet in a middle number with that original buyer so that everyone Correct. feels a little bit good and you do learn a little bit and there can still be a deal done. The other person, if the other person's like, I don't care, blah, 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 isn't willing to understand the perspective. Then you got to make a decision but i also think then you put the card away for a little bit and like break it out of the show with with a different you know like turning right back around putting it out there doing a deal and then as a play of the week i think is is a tougher thing because it's a through line that's that's
0: yeah when you sell it when you sell it is irrelevant whether it's a day later a six months later the, the the point is still the same to me this is a the deal it should have been accepted. You accepted it. It should it should be sold to the first person that bought it. If you're willing to, if you want to try to have a conversation, hey, would you pay more? I don't think I knew all about this. And they are or not. To me, it's you're hoping they're going to do the right thing and give you a few extra dollars because it's worth more. But it doesn't change the argument, the sentiment to me that this goes to the person that bought it first.
2: Yeah, it's-, it's different if he didn't accept the initial offer, but he accepted it. Yeah, exactly. Once you accept the offer, like that's it. Is it though?
1: Yep. Anyways. It's not what like, it is. Forever. Morally speaking so, but I also, if trying to put myself in clutch cards shoes and not knowing where they're at in their life or what have you, like there are those moments of like, oh my God, his stomach is in a pit because he doesn't realize what he just did. And like, I think you got to try and make totally. it totally right by the initial buyer and still get a little bit more and land on something that feels good, you know, but I do think that at the end of the day, what the greatest part of it is like this is what all anyone that's submitting Play of the Weeks has some sort of entrepreneurial DNA into them. And my hope is that you take this and you learn to be better understanding of the products that you're selling. Because mm-hmm. that yeah. that goes mm-hmm. to reputation. Aligned. Before we go off of it, stay on that, give me that slide real quick. Uh Prism Mosaic is like, I don't know why, one of my favorite products the luca like color match blue prism mosaic Trey also has a red one like I, that's and right on from a historical perspective they did that and then they spun out mosaic into its own product because it a lot of people liked it right
0: yeah i mean seventeen eighteen, they have like little tiny boxes of mosaic they were much much smaller then it became like a full set with retail and genesis and inserts and numbered and a full, full
1: 47 but i feel like the og Prism Mosaics have more juice because it got rolled out into its own product line. Um, there's just something about the design that uh, I think is pretty sweet. So I really like that Curry card, which you got because he reneged on the initial. Video. Me too. We love you, Clutch. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> All right. Next one. Uh, toady cards. It says, I've been listening for a while now and I decided mm-hmm. it's time to submit a play. It's a little bit oddball, but I bought into one box random weight class break of UFC Chronicles hobby, and I got the lightweight, which is usually the best weight class. I got an Islam uh Machekov Michek, National Treasures autograph out of forty nine and I went to Dallas the next weekend and submitted it with SGC. Got it back the next week as a ten ten, and I decided to move it, even though he fights this weekend. I had ninety nine dollars into it and sold it on Instagram for three fifty. Thanks for taking a look at my play. All day you sell that card the week before the fight. I don't know who this
2: person is. I understand he's a favorite. You sell this card all day long.
0: Yeah, it's a play. I like the play. Don't know much about UFC, but I'm with Lou that you sell before the hype and you don't risk him getting his teeth kicked in. And Take your $250
2: and walk away. 100%. Yep. Unless you're like really into UFC and you know this guy really well. Other than that, Take your money and run. Take your money and run. A line. We have any more? Uh that's it. It's definitely not gonna be clutch, unfortunately.
0: I think it's the hockey play.
2: I think it's the hockey play as well.
0: Yeah, I like the, the soccer play. one, I like the uh Machekov. Like I think those are the good plays. It's the hockey but play. But it's the hockey play to me. me. Too. It's the hockey play. Cam. R Cameron. Cam R. Cameron two
1: three. Hey Lou. Did you notice yesterday, yesterday morning when we took off from Chicago that the pilot got on and announced the flight time of an hour and 37 minutes?
2: I sure enough did.
1: That was very funny. I notice every 137 crazy. in my life
2: now. It's
0: like insane. Yeah. Yeah. Let me get that in there. All right. I'm going to pull up release calendar. We've got some big releases this week. Um, Actually, a pretty solid week. Ty, you know what does come out? National Treasures Soccer. Mbappe Autos in Panini for the first time ever. It's a big deal. Happens Wednesday. Impeccable WWE. Bowman Sterling Baseball. Panini Certified Football. Panini 3-2 and two Baseball. Panini Spectra Basketball. Tops Luminaries Baseball. All in one week. Good release week. Solid release week for sure.
1: I'm excited. Ty, any thoughts? I'm thinking about how I get my hands on a box of that natty trash. It's
2: gonna be expensive. How much is it? I think it's like four grand, thirty-five. Do you
0: know, cash. Rye? Uh, below. I think Blood has it at sixteen k case. <sighs> so, yeah, fifteen. <sighs> time cash.
2: Fifteen nine four nine. That could be. Is that like a boom bust? Probably. You think? Is there other stuff in there that's like going to get close to that value?
0: That I don't know. I mean, they haven't had NT soccer since 2018, when Pulisic was a rookie. Yeah. So that's 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 the last time. Um, I do want to bring something up. I think we should talk about. We uh, it got a lot of attention on social this weekend. It was probably the biggest story from Cards uh, this weekend. Um Collectibles Guru, I think it's the name, Eric yep. Whiteback, good friend, posted a thread on t- Twitter. You know him?
1: I know him well, yeah. And he's been doing some really good content. Gotcha.
0: So he posted a thread on Twitter uh Thursday or Friday about the backyard backyard breaks pulling some of the biggest cards in products over the last nine months or so right Mm -hmm. the lebron i think he highlights for the lebron triple logo man the cade prism 101 black and i don't know the maybe the curry iguodala clay triple or clay uh, draymond curry triple i'll pull it up
2: keep talking i'm pulling it up
0: but he uh the conversation was around the odds about what are the odds that they would pull those four cards? It was pretty substantial, um, and it has gained a lot of attention in the hobby. Um, in terms like backyard or uh, blowout or uh, barstool, barstool is talking about it. Like it, 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 it sounds pretty crazy. Um, so if you haven't read it, this it has like a million, a million likes on on Twitter. Um, it talks. Let me see if I can pull it up. Let me see. Um, yeah, here's a deep dive into the data. So just as a couple of the talking points so far, right? This is all from the collectibles guru on IG. Um, talks about some of the other cards they pulled. Jalen Suggs, logo man, Trey Lance, Optic, Black 101. Mac Jones, Flawless 101. Uh, Lawrence, 101 Flawless. Um, Show some of the cards, right? The Undisputed, uh, it says uh, the following cards for the... Uh, analysis are the lebron triple logo man the warriors triple logo the prism Cade 101 black and the uh, Cade nt logo man on it so two of Cade cunningham's best cards in existence mm-hmm. um he talks about like how many boxes of cards are produced he shows the math for that um it says he talks about like basically the math and says so to have a, a 0.5 percent chance of hitting these four cards they would have had to open about 27 of all product using the production data from above. Um, that means they would have had to open 1,100 flawless boxes, 5,100 NT boxes, 2,000 Prism FLTL boxes. It goes on and on and, and it talks about it, but just wanted to um, talk a little bit about this. Lou, I think you and I had a little bit of a conversation in the chat this weekend about this. Um, from a lot of the things I've heard, I don't, I've never had any conversation personally with Backyard um, with anybody on their team. Um, but from everything I have heard in the breaking community through, I don't break, right? It's very, we're very open. We, we don't do a lot of breaks. We run a few on whatnot every week, um, but very, very, very little, right? Not to any major scale. From everything okay. I have heard through the breaking community, Backyard is the biggest group breakers on the planet. Um, they are live 24 7 on whatnot they break all the time i have heard rumblings about some of the revenue they do um and it sounds substantial right seven figures right oh like uh a, a lot of money um so i was not as surprised that they pulled some of this but some of the data on this is is pretty eye-opening and i just wanted to get your guys's opinion on this see if see what you thought in my
2: opinion it's very hard to get that lucky um but there's always the, until there's no way to i guess there's no way to actually prove one way or the other which which was happening so um as far as i'm concerned the numbers say that they would have had to open about 40 million dollars worth of wax to get there if they're doing that much business congrats to them that's a good job by them to do that much business um And if they pulled them legitimately, that's awesome. If they didn't pull it legitimately, probably that should be looked into. Um, I will say I thought their video that they came out with after the fact and their immediate reaction was very, like, leaning into it. I think one of their employees said something like, why wouldn't you break with us if we have loaded boxes? Probably not something I would say if I don't have loaded boxes. Um, And their video was very much leaning into the fact. They alluded to the fact that, like, why wouldn't you break with us if we're getting these boxes? So. Wouldn't have been my approach. But that's who they are as a group. That's kind of been their personality since they've been out in the the mix. And they do great content. They get a lot of viewership. And kind of just want to wait for it to play out. I don't want to jump out the window and say anything crazy because that wouldn't be fair to them because they haven't had the opportunity to speak for themselves on the issue outside of that one video. Um, As far as I can tell, they haven't spoken on it. So The math is the math and the math looks very interesting. Some people are talking about bad math versus good math. I don't
0: really know what that means. Well, I think you'd also have to like, I think part of the math thing is like, you would have to know what they do in revenue. I think that's a big piece of this. Like, is it? It wouldn't surprise me if Backyard is ripped as much like more product than people like, I think, I think people underestimate how big Backyard Breaks is. That is, that would be the one thing to me. The other thing is, is again, maybe I lack cynicism in this, but like, I would have never had it. I still don't think I believe that Panini has any idea where these big cards are. So, like, to me, it everything I've always heard is that, like, Panini does not sell to breakers. They sell to card shops. They don't sell directly to breakers. So, mm-hmm. how, like, it doesn't sound like Panini is giving, like, backyard these loaded cases. That, to me, seems way more far-fetched. I saw one of the things come up, like, I think Barstool tweeted about it, about like, "Hey, we might have a monopoly thing," and I think that was implying like the monopoly scandal back with McDonald's back in the day was there was somebody working on like the production line where these things were coming out, and he was taking the boardwalks off of there, just giving them to his friends, and that that leads to a different conversation. That's a, but that's
2: a, that's a completely different the, thing. Those are
0: big assumptions in this thing. That's a, yes. that's a whole different path we don't want to go down. That's that's a that's, very that's some difficult crazy thing conspiracy to talk about. theory stuff. Um, that just. T-
1: Jay, what were
3: you clarifying? Just on the monopoly thing, it wasn't uh, like a factory guy. It was the head of security for those things with McDonald, with that McDonald's uh, thing that uh, devised this scheme um, where he was able to take these things. Yeah, he did it himself because he was the one who was in charge of protecting these things and figured out that, that uh, he got the tape. That was able to reseal the boxes. They, the the printing company that made the tape that said that the boxes were sealed, shipped it directly to him. So once he got his hands on this tape, he was able to go into the boxes, then reseal the boxes, and pull these things and give them to the shady people that you know he knew through friends and family to cash the tickets in. So it, it was not just the guy in the factory; it was actually the. It'd be like the the equivalent of like you know the head guy at Panini figuring out where these boxes are and sending them. Yeah, those are And to be clear, that is not what we are saying.
0: That is not what we're insinuating here.
3: Go ahead, Ty.
1: I think one negativity and controversy sells and we eat it up like it's yes, drugs because it literally is drugs. And I think that that is one of the reasons that this has become such a major 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 story. Um And obviously, is bringing a lot of attention to Eric and the content that he put out. I think then the folks at places like Barstool, Darren Ravel, general uh, media companies that are incentivized to make revenue based on engagement do things that lead to easy engagement and accusations and pointing fingers when we all probably have done something that we're not proud of within ourselves. So that's my first thing: is that in general drama and controversy leads to revenue and engagement. And I think that this is part of that, which is also a little bit of where backyard their content and why they're doing so well is because a lot of people don't like them and the way that they approach things. Have they been roses and everything? No. Have they made mistakes? Yes. And I think if you look at some of their older content, people don't like that as well. Not sitting here judging, just saying why I think there's this perfect storm around all of it that's happening Similar, we talk about in sports a lot, and I had the conversation recently, I think the concussions and the the rough-in-the-passer stuff is tied up in that Amazon is paying the NFL a billion dollars a year and needs a good product, which means that you can't have random quarterbacks starting in games, which leads people to make decisions, such as clearing quarterbacks when they have concussions. It's similar. like Money coming downstream is driving a lot of these things, which leads me to say whether it's Panini or Tops, and a lot of the and fanatics coming into play, media and marketing and content is all also playing into this. You see what Drake is doing with steak, see giveaways, like it's just a bigger thing. Do I believe that Panini as a manufacturer is placing these cards on the desk of Backyard Breaks? No, I do not. No, I do not. No, I do not. I do not believe that's happening. No chance. I also, when I look back, and I don't know the answer to this, Rai, you may know those cards that are being pulled. People are buying those slots and getting them right. Couldn't tell you. I would. Were they keeping those cards themselves?
0: No. I, I mean, the local man was a big deal, right? Because that's when whatnot I had to chase mm-hmm. out for it, and there was like three people that split it and won and won it, sold it. Like so, from my understanding, I, I've never, I've never looked into that, uh, but everything. To me, it seems like, yeah, these are, these are being pulled.
1: So, so I just think it's a perfect storm of everything. But what I will say is that we're going to, I think, continue to find more things that people deem as fishy because everyone thinks we live in a complete, fair, and equitable world when we need to start realizing that a lot of these mega valuations, a lot of the pressures that are coming down on the businesses to fulfill things, people need to do things for marketing, branding, and awareness. And that may lead to some decisions that the consumer does not deem to be in their own best interest. And that's gonna happen in sports. When you talk about all the money that's going into, it, it becomes an advertising product. It's not for you, it's for the advertiser. So that's my take. That's why I believe it's all happening and it's creating this perfect <clears throat> storm. I do not believe Panini is placing Kate Cunningham, one of one Black Prism on Backyard's desk and saying, break it, this is gonna be really good for our business. Aligned. But I think they have a target on their back. Deservedly so. It's what happens when you have the ascent and rise and you take risks and go for it. Such as And you do some shady things yeah, and all and, the other things as well that come with it, correct?
2: Those are really good points by Ty, by the way. I think everyone should if you just heard that, you should rewind it and then listen to that part again, because that was very important and very poignant.
0: A solid episode. I think so. Solid episode.
1: Ty, big day for you, my man. Yanks? Great day for Tyler on the pod. Cop it up for Ty. Oh, on the pod performance? The coffee was hitting this morning. There it is. Look, just in super all fairness, again, I couldn't tell you who is batting first, second, and third for the Yankees today. I'm pretty sure they bat judge first, which I think is written off as a terrible decision. Jeter was on my wall as a kid. Good manager. I love the Yankees. I am not a day-to-day baseball fan. (laughs) Contemplated going last night, but didn't. I hope the Yankees win tonight. Me too, because we need the battle. Wait,
0: wait, wait. Just to be clear, just because I don't... Yankees would play the Astros? Not much of a battle. Holy wants it so bad.
2: (laughs) That would be... I want it more than anything, Ryan. More than anything. We need it. I want to... Destroy this team. I want to retire Aaron Boone. I want to retire Brian Cashman. I want the Yankees <laughs> to be forced to re-sign this dope Aaron Judge. I want it more than that anything. that is how I feel
0: about beating this more than anything. The same way. Ugh. I want them to re-sign hardball. That's how I feel. I about want the everything Yankees. to look. Hey, we had a great year. We only lost to Ohio State. I want to score seventy. Mm-hmm.
2: Back to the ALCS. Yes, we're coming up. Here comes Anthony Volpe. <laughs> Please come to me. I want
0: to kill them. I, I want to be I the cannot they wait die until this drops. Darn it. All right. We'll see you guys next week. So I got for now. Peace and love. Peace, guys.
1: Peace. That's a wrap on Card Talk this week.
0: Please subscribe to the show on Apple
2: Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen and get notified when we publish a new episode.
0: It'd mean the world to us if you gave us a five star rating and shared this episode with a friend. We'd love to answer your questions. So email us at cardtalkpod.com at gmail.com and we'll get to it in the next
1: episode card talk is a one thirty seven p.m podcast and a gallery media group original production